0: Hello and welcome to Succeed Through Speaking, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high value ideas to boost business results. Hello, I'm Tom Bailey, and in today's episode, I'll be getting to know Wesley Dean, who is a video strategist and the host behind the No Fat Cats podcast. So, Wesley, hello and a very warm welcome to today's episode. Well, thanks for having me, Tom. Thank you so much for being here. And just out of interest, whereabouts in the world are you
1: right now? So I'm in Alexandria, Virginia. So we're just across the river from Washington, D.C.
0: Incredible. uh, Yum. Never been, but absolutely somewhere that's on my bucket list at some point. And so I just want to share a little bit more about you before we do get started. So, Wesley has over a decade of experience producing videos for nonprofits, government organizations, churches, and businesses, and has been fortunate enough to travel the world with his business. The title for today's episode is How to Create Content That Connects Across Cultures. And Wesley's going to show us how to do that in just seven minutes. So question of one for you today is who are your ideal clients that you typically work with? So for me, my ideal
1: clients are those who, who come to me with a problem and are able to articulate what their goals are. So what my ideal, my, who my ideal client isn't, is a person who comes to me with some sort of version of, of a solution to what they think is their problem in their head and they say, hey, can you produce this video? I need a video that does this. And they try to explain in detail what that video looks like. Well, most often, unless they're in the video production space, their idea isn't really going to be spot on. It. And yeah. in fact, usually they need help going back and actually identifying what their problem is. Um, and then we can identify is what you need a video? Because in some cases, people don't have a clear message. And if you don't have a clear message for your marketing, your communication, having a video is just going to amplify noise and, and make it look pretty, but it's not actually going to help communicate anything. So, my ideal client is someone who comes to me with a problem. And it helps me and together come up with a solution, which is often has some sort of video component involved.
0: Absolutely. And I think you've touched on it there slightly, but what would you say is typically the biggest challenge that your clients face when it comes to this space? So, so with video, there's two big the big issues. So, so the one is
1: there is a, a big technical barrier where, mm. you know, you, yes, you can produce a lot of content, you know, through Zoom. And obviously the pandemic has changed a lot of that. But for producing a lot of content, there is some sort of technical barrier in terms of even understanding how the sound, how the editing, how the lighting, how all that works. So there's a the technical aspect, but then there's also just the content aspect of it, which is understanding what do you need to be producing? You know, what are you producing a video about? How are you helping answer people's problems? Like what are the problems that your clients or the people you're working with face and how do you help educate them? So there's those, those are the two prong issues that you have to deal with. and Sometimes people can get really bogged down with the technical side of things mm-hmm. that they can, you know, spend hours upon hours trying to fix, you know, some of the, the technical aspects and lighting. What bit rate do I need? And all these things that don't really matter um, when in the end, what they need to be doing is working on how do you add value to people's lives and solve their problems?
0: Yeah, I think those two parts of that the technical side and then the storytelling they probably overwhelm people and they end up not taking any action or not creating that content at all so on that what would you say is the biggest impact that these challenges can have on business owners and your clients so
1: you know when it comes to impact you know there there's two different ways because either you know you may be producing content these either for social media let's say you're just putting stuff out there I mean mm-hmm. at one point I literally just did a post where uh, I wrote a picture of myself, kind of explained that I was wanting to move into coaching. And I literally had someone respond, oh, I need this in my life. And I, I need your help and ended up leading to a project from from just one post. Nice. And so sometimes just getting out there and explaining you know, what you want to do, being able to be present is, is one of the biggest impacts that you can have. Um, and then the other side is, you know, once it comes to creating some of that stuff, making sure that you're really creating stuff that adds value because video and the the content you make It solves the problem of time and space. And so I know all of us wish we could, you know, travel more, be in more places at once, but through video content, you know, even in writing, it allows you to do that. And so I think that is the biggest impact, especially when you're, we know when countries have lockdowns and you never know when you can be, when, you know, being able to create content that reaches people, you know, where they're at, that lets you communicate, that lets you um, impact somebody in a different time zone. Is a powerful thing when you can make it in a way that, that enables you to communicate what you want to do and add value to people's lives.
0: Great, perfect. I think you made a clear point there around you know you don't have to get too overwhelmed. You can start small. But just that one little post that you did did create some traction, and you actually got a project off the back of that. So yeah, feel free to start small if you are feeling a little bit overwhelmed right now. And um, so, what would you say is one valuable valuable piece of advice that you might give to somebody to really help them solve this challenge they've got around content or, or video storytelling? you know so I, I would say it's it's worth it to start yeah start
1: small uh, don't be will, don't be afraid to this, to create you know content be able to do it on a, on a regular basis and but the biggest thing is i wouldn't i would go all out and like you know go in debt on things or like don't borrow money like make sure that you have a very viable product make sure that you're bringing in money um cuz you should be able to if you're good at what you do you should have the low hanging fruit that you should be able to take advantage of first. Yeah. Um, even just to writing your contacts, telling them what you do, asking for referrals like that's the, the low hanging fruit. Um, be willing to do that first and then be, you know, be able to produce content and stuff that adds value, even if it's just a simple Zoom conversation mm-hmm. recording on your computer. Be willing to do that first. Uh, and then afterwards, be it starts once you start to you have a minimum viable product that you can create, you can have value, bring in the money. Then start to potentially look at outsourcing some of those things, bringing on somebody as a contractor who can kind of help. Don't hire a full time person to do that. There's plenty of people in the industry who are very willing to do work as a contract for you to help, um, you know, with editing the videos. Because eventually, you know, you're going to get to the spot where you're going to be tripping over the technical aspect of it so much that it's it's not going to be worth your time, and you're going to be a way overpaid video editor. Uh, for, for what you're doing
0: yeah perfect some sound advice there and the next question for me I guess is um for those people that's, that are listening to this message and they want to find out more and um, where can people go Do, have you got a website or have you got any kind of guides you can offer to help people get started yeah so you can definitely can go to uh wesleydean.co We also have a resource for as people are looking at
1: producing content that connects internationally across cultures you know across language barriers you can get some of the guides there uh, you can get some of that stuff. Um, but also, too, I just want to say, you know, one of the things that's not a resource I did or anything, but was extremely helpful in my life was um, you could I can put a link to it. But it's just yep. it was a there's a book called Profit First by Mike McCallowitz, And I know there's a podcast recording because I know that the biggest mistake that I did starting off was, you know, at one point I I hired someone who I way too soon, who I shouldn't have hired. Um, it ended up being I call it my $18,000 mistake, you know, because I was in a rush. I hurried. Yep. Hired somebody at the end of six months, I was like, I, I haven't gotten the value from what I'm paying this person. And I and I had overhead that was way too high. So, you know, I had some initial success, kept things low. And I thought, oh, in order to scale, I need an office building and I need all this stuff. And so I raised all of my uh, you know, expenses, even though my revenue was growing, my expenses also grew. And so I think, you know, the biggest thing that would happen is is find a spot in life where you can do what you love and be content with it and live in, a, in an area where you can. Um, you know, do what you love, but keep your expenses low and finding a spot where you can just be happy with life and in what you do. And I think for me, that has been the biggest thing is over the years, I've I've gone through the stages of, of wanting to grow, seeing growth, um, loving the growth, and then just increasing my expenses. And at the end of the day, I realized what I care about was actually, yeah, it was great having all these things. But what I ended up caring was about profit. And can I provide for my family? Can I pay my mortgage can I go on vacation can I save for my kids future and all those things that I wasn't I was putting on the back burner for the sake Mm -hmm. of growth when really especially if you're in you know the consulting you're marketing you're working get a get a hang of, of those things and take care of yourself first in your business and then once you have that solid foundation then you can bring other people on help them out and um add you know add value into their lives
0: absolutely thanks so much for that and what I'll, I'll share links to the wesleydean.co website and also that profit first book so people can find out more about both of those and so i feel like you've covered that one big mistake and questions the last question from me today is what is the one question that i should have asked you that will also bring some great value to our audience
1: yeah so i, I guess i kind of touched on it there about that question um uh, of, of, you know, managing your, your own business and uh, having that. And so I'd say the one question is like, what do you need to, what would I, what would you tell the younger version of yourself? Yes. Great um, you know, I think that's the question I, I would say. And, and for me, it was, it's, that is, you know, some of the mistakes I made early on was, you know, I, uh, you know, I took on more debt. Sometimes I, I took on a line of credit you know, I'd have an, a, someone would, would have a, a drone, they're flying it, and they'd crash the drone. That's like, Oh, well, we need to get a new drone, because that's what it takes to be successful. And I mm-hmm. put it on the credit card.
0: Yeah.
1: And then after a number of years, I realized, like, man, I have like, I'm in debt, like $70,000, like, yeah, 70000 US dollars from like business term loan or a mm-hmm. credit card debt. And I was just like, what, like, what am I doing? Like, how did I get to this? Um, and it was just because I, of things that I assumed that I needed or that I need, I would borrow, or I would you know take out student loans so I could grow the business, you know, for the sake of that. But I think the biggest thing I would tell myself is find a way to stay lean. Um, and if I mean, in some cases, you have to borrow money. Let's say you're setting up up a manufacturing center yeah. or you know you need a lot of overhead. But in a lot of cases, you really sh- there's not a lot of things that you have to have in order to be able to grow a kind of a service business. So that's what I would say is, Uh, stay lean as you can and then take care of yourself and your business. And then out of that strength, you're going to be able to add value to your clients without having to worry about, um, you know, putting yourself in the hole.
0: Absolutely. Some great advice from someone who's learned that the hard way. You know, I Um, I just paid
1: off that uh, debt and it felt great, but uh, it's been a number of years. Um, And so just, you know, I really enjoy not having any kind of debt business debt on on my end, just just like this past month.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, that's great. And And that's like you said, takes a lot of weight off your shoulder and that almost gives you that freedom now to go and really focus on what you do best so wesley thank you so much again for your time today really appreciate you coming along and sharing such great value with our audience well thanks tom and best luck thanks so much